All right, we are officially live on Facebook. What's up, guys? Welcome to another awesome episode of Big Marv's Network. Tonight, we got my man Vince with Extreme Results joining us. Vince, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? Good, good, good. Thank you for inviting me to the show. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. You know, just living life the best I can right now, the way the world's batshit crazy. Fucking weirdos. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself and you know extreme results um well my name's vince uh my nickname is the fat killer since i've started the gym 10 years ago I, I i gave myself that name i don't even know if you knew that but i gave myself that name a long time ago man about a year after i opened but um it's uh extreme results is different it's not your typical average workout um i've been doing the same workouts that i do here for 20 years 20 plus years 18 when i was 18 19 20 21 these are the workouts that i did when i was fighting and um circuit training wasn't even a word back then you know so you know circuit training hit interval bullshit is all the new words and just how they try to uh bring people in but anyways i've been doing this for 20 some years and um, extreme results is all based off of my, the training I did when I was fighting all the training that I learned throughout the years. I just, I molded it all into that style of training that I did when I fought, which is basically interval training. It's boxing training. Boxers have been training like this from the day of time. You know what I mean? They, they've been, they've been, Training like this since we can't even think, but everything's ran off of a bell. So it's it's almost the same thing as them. It's just there is no breaks. I don't believe in breaks. I believe everybody can do what I do. I don't believe in no excuses, and that's why the results are the way that they are with me. And I mean, you see it. You know, it's it's. I'm just a different style. I'm I'm a different personal trainer than most personal trainer and gym owners. So let's let's talk about that's me in a nutshell, bro. And I drink wine and I eat fucking plant-based diet. Let's talk about that training a little bit. So it sounds like training has been important to you. Like it's been kind of embedded in your life, your entire life before you even became a trainer or did something happen in your life that made you transition into, into training and boxing? From, well, I mean, doing being a juvenile delinquent you're always going in and doing push-ups and shit because you're in jail you know what i mean so you're always it's always it was installed in you from day one and then i feel like coming from the culture that that i came from we was always athletic we're always outside playing football we was always outside playing baseball we was always outside playing basketball we was always outside running around climbing trees so really when you think about it that's you're you're you are kind of that's kind of fitness in a way. And then it just leads into other things. And, and when I started fighting, I did that because I fought all the time in the street anyways. So I was like, I wonder what I can do in the ring. Let's try it. Fuck it. See what happens. Found me a badass trainer. Fought five times. I won all five. Not to brag, but I mean, it's only five fights, but I did it. I just did it to prove something to myself. You know what I mean? Like, I wonder if I could win in the ring, too. I did. And then um, 
I just continued to train on and off. And then going to prison for two years, obviously everybody either is going to go there and get fat and not do nothing, or you're going to go there and work out. So 02 to 04, I worked out the whole time, got out, kind of fell off of fitness for about two or three years, jumped back into fitness in like 07, 08. And then I just zoned out from there. Like I fell into it. It wasn't even that I was like, Hey, you know what, Vince, let's be a trainer. I was helping my trainer out who moved to Thailand and opened a gym in Thailand. He asked me to help his girlfriend out with the gym that he had. And I was like, yeah, I'll help out. I need to lose some weight anyways. I was 215 pounds. I was a fat fuck. So um, I helped her out. I ended up falling in love with helping people. So it just went from there. And like, I just kept doing it and kept doing it. And like my class was the biggest and people was coming to me. And I just, I don't know, just it, it clicked. So I said, you know, and then I, I got an offer from a gym, an all women's gym, never had a male trainer there. So I got an offer from the all, all women's gym to come and teach what I teach there, which they didn't even know what it was called. They, they had no idea like what the word circuit training is, you know, or interval training because 12 years ago, that word wasn't even around. Nobody called that. It was only regular gyms and Zumbas and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I did it there for six, seven months. I was rehabbing houses and along with some other stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. I sold my house. I said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to try to open a gym. And there's the history 10 years later. So, which, by the way, you guys, if you uh, haven't seen his gym. I'm here. If, if you guys have not seen his gym, you guys have to go. Check it out. He has some of the most insane artwork I've ever seen in my life on the walls that I did. I'm kind of envious of your big ass face that you have yourself. Like, I need right. to, I need to replace that with my face. You know? Yeah. <laughs> there, you, there. Yeah. Right. He's 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 bad, man. Dude is a bad boy. And it's funny that I, I ran into him. Um, years and years later, I grew up with that dude. Like we, we grew up literally across the street from each other and I didn't see him for 20. I mean, I'm 42 years old. I didn't see this dude until five years ago. You know what I mean? I mean like 20 some years, 30 years, I didn't see him. And um, I seen his airbrush and from him and I'm like, what in the fuck? Wow, bro, I need you. Come on in, I need my face. Cause I need, I need my screaming face on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> it's an instant say it's probably one of my favorite pieces in your whole gym yeah mine too i guess it's everybody's that's that's the picture that's the picture wall oh well, now we are using it in your funnels and shit too so everybody's gonna see right so. <laughs> um so is there anything like what what keeps you coming back every day like i know you said you kind of fell into training people but there had to be something and you people, say, man. I'm just going to come back and hit this every day. The people, I'm telling you, man, it's like I say, it's kind of a fucked up thing to say, but it's like I went from fucking taking people's lives to, to, to saving people's lives. And that's literally what happened. And it's, it's like, it's powerful. You know, it's touching when you, when you have people, that's the, that's the reason I still do it today is because People count on that. And I know that when they they accept the 
challenge of extreme results, they're going to change because I, it doesn't matter who they are, what fitness level they are, what color they are, where they've been in their life, their injury. I don't give a fuck what it is. I've changed you name it. And I bet I changed them. And that's what keeps me coming back is because I know when they come and they commit, it's over. I change them. They're going to change. And, you know, to give people that opportunity, they've been looking for for 20 years you know the guy that guy guy i don't know if you've seen him i posted a three picture of him and it says he lost 101 pounds in the 36 weeks so people like him that man was 200 i mean 371 pounds he carried that weight around with him for 20 years dude and i told him when he walked in the gym he's never worked out a day in his life i said listen you commit to me for a year i'll knock 100 pounds off you i did it in 36 weeks I took him to two, I took him to 270 in 36 weeks. But those are things that I know that I can do and it's simple. All they have to do is commit. They got to show up. You show up, I got you. And that's what keeps me coming back every day. Cause I know I have people who show up. Is my gym um packed? No, no, because I don't I don't want the masses. I don't want the trend in my gym. I want the two percent. I want the two and 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 I've built that name in this city, the 2% will only come to me because they know when they walk in the door, they have to put in work. They come to me when they're ready. If they're not ready. They're not going to come to me. They're, you know, they, they already know it unless they get suckered in by a friend and, and, and somebody brings them in, or it is a new person that doesn't know about extreme and they come in. It's a, it's a fit. 50 thing they're gonna do class they're gonna say yup this is what the fuck i've been looking for or nope i'm not ready you, you... let's talk about polarizing a little bit you know let's so, talk about what marv i said let's talk about polarizing a little bit so you you just gave a great example of saying it's always going to be 50 50 right i'm the same way because big marv is not for everybody you're either going to hate me or you're going to love me right, right so do, do you that's do, why we get along do you do, you do that <clears throat> excuse me, on purpose like because you know for a fact like hey i'm just gonna polarize find the two percent the people that are gonna show up and that's where i'm gonna get the best results or did that just kind of come natural to you <clears throat> i think it came natural that two percent i think it built itself because People, when people came, they was like, man, that dude is fucking intense as shit. You know what I mean? Like, not that I'm yelling specifically at you, but I yell. You know, I have to when you're controlling 20 people at a time, 25 people at a time. You, you just have to be, you have to be stern in what you say. You know what I mean? And, and when you control that many people at once. It has to be that it's that and that's it. So I think it built itself that way. They're either you're either too weak to handle me and the way that I speak, being straightforward and speaking the truth and being honest and and being the inspiration that you are really looking for, but you may not be ready for it yet. So you walked in the gym thinking you was going to walk into a workout and yeah, okay. Okay, I did walk into a workout. People saying this is hard, but shit, I'm, I'm not ready for a coach or a motivator or someone like that. And I always put that in. I know coaches are thrown around word these days, but it's like, <clears throat> think about the coaches in K 
college and in the NFL. I guarantee you none of those professional players would say that coach is just nice and doesn't and isn't stern and isn't straightforward and doesn't speak the truth and doesn't tell you what the fuck is going on now and what to do. You know what I mean? I guarantee you he's not nice. Nice, quote unquote, nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's he does his thing. You either fucking listen to him or you don't. But that's why these college teams are, are animals and the guys coming out of them teams are animals. That's why those professional coaches are professional coaches because they're animals and they don't care. And who's in and who makes it to those places, the 2%, because they can handle it. Most people can't handle that. And I think just me being me built, built up to the 2% coming to me, even though, you know, you might have them part of that 98% float in here and there, but most of them is that 2%, but the 2% stays when they find it, they stay. And it's, and it's, you know, it's, it's a struggle and you have to be mentally strong enough to try to make it to be successful with that 2%. And, you know, like, that's what I believe that's what we're about to do now. You know, you already know how long it's been, you know, because I, I have to have a big place. I have to be able to afford to pay for a big place because of what I do. So you have to be mentally strong enough to be able to endure the struggle that comes with that 2%, because that 2% is going to just get you by. Can it make you wealthy? Yeah, uh, uh, online maybe. I mean, yeah, in the in the city, if the marketing and the promotion is done right, but that's what I got you for now. You know what I mean? So yeah. I endured it though. You know, I've been enduring this since for a year now. We've been talking about it. So, but I make I make it. And some some people, you want to use a two percent. There's only a two percent of trainers and gym owners and business owners. Period. That are gonna make it when looking for those two percent of people who are gonna do anything. And my belief with 2% out of any business, I feel like that's all we have anyways, is a two, you know, out of 98% of the people, who are we going to really get the 2% that really want it, the 2% that are ready for change and ready to make a move with whatever the business move is, you know what I mean? And and you, you know it, you see it, who's ready to move. Exactly. Like, uh, like, I, I didn't start polarizing until I met Billie Jean, you know? Billie Jean's the yeah. one that pushed me to create, like, like I created the Big Marv character because of Russell Brunson. But Billie Jean's the one that pushed me to be like, no, you need to put your fucking dick on the table and be Big Marv, you know? Right. And, and because at first, I was just trying to make everybody happy. I was like, ah, I can help everyone, you know? And yep. I was getting very slow results. Like, I get periodically, as you put it, the 2% person, you know? But as soon as I started polarizing and saying, no, I don't fuck with you unless you do, unless you can put in the work or unless you can do this or unless you can do that. As soon as I started polarizing, I got plenty of people that were like, I do such an asshole, right? But like, he's a good guy, but you know, he don't fuck around. He always tells you how it is. Yep. And then I have some people that just absolutely love that about me. They're like, oh, well, that's why I keep you around. You know, because I, I didn't hire you to be nice to me. I hired you to give me results. And then as soon as I started polarizing and isolating to just that select 
target market, that's when I started seeing results, like fast results too. So I think I think that that principle of like finding exactly who you fuck with and and polarizing to only serve those people and build that tribe is I believe that's the key to you know being successful while also doing something that you love, you know. Right. Right. So somebody told me the other day and 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 I admitted to it. Um I listen to everyone because you could pick up you could pick up growth tips, you know, from everyone. It doesn't matter what level of growth they're on or where they're at in life. You know, you listen to everyone because someone you can take some something, something that someone says and you can use it. There's always going to be something, you know, it, it can be gibberish and, and they can say one line and you'll be like, damn, that was fucking deep. I need that. I'm, I need, I'm about to adapt that into my life. Dude said, um, I, uh, I'm on the, I, I know I want to say exactly what he says. I know what he said, but I just, I don't, I want to say exactly. Yeah, you don't said, quote yeah. 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 Well, it wasn't even a quote. He just said it. And I was like, Oh hell no, that's me. <laughs> um, look, he said, um, he said, connect with the 2%, not the 98% focus on the 2%. Which hit home with me because me being speaking the truth and being honest, I was always exposing the 98%. Exposing the 98%, hoping the 2% would hear me expose the 98%. When I should be talking to and giving value to the 2%, because the 98% is going to be listening anyways. Yeah. You feel me? Because you're going to get the fucking opinions from the 98%. Right. And when he said that, I was like, holy fuck. Like, that's, that was it. It was out of the whole hour conversation we had. He said that about 30 minutes in. I swear to fucking God, I didn't pay attention to nothing else he said. In my head, I just kept going through that. Like, wow, dude, that's crazy. Focus on the 2%, not the 98%. Deep. Deep. That's deep. So, like, us doing what we're getting ready to do, like, that's my mission is, like, I want to focus on that 2%. You know, hit that 2%. Let's give value to that 2%. When I speak, I'm going to speak to that 2% now. Fuck that 98%. They're going to listen anyways. And then I'm going to end up bringing some of those 98s into the two anyways. So what? I Let's talk about your your cooking show for a little bit. <laughs> because when you talk about only speaking to the 2%, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of unpopular opinions. You say a lot of unpopular opinions uh, with your food. So like, give, give us some insight on that that plant-based diet and how we're all killing ourselves. One with the shit that's going on right now, I'm going to start some shit. (laughs) One, you wouldn't be worried about this coronavirus or any virus at that. If you ate right, if your body was, if your body was not acidic and it didn't have mucus and pus in it, which mucus and pus makes your body acidic disease all disease there's only one disease i only believe there's one disease so it doesn't matter what the fuck it's called disease only lives in a mucus and pus filled body which is acidic 
your body is not acidic and it's alkaline and it doesn't have a place for disease to live, you don't have nothing to worry about. Um, I started eating plant-based 10 years ago. I haven't been sick since. You know, you're going to have them people that are justified and rationalize and saying, well, I haven't been sick neither. I, yeah, but I bet your organs and your, your arteries look like a 700 pound man if you turned yourself inside out you know, you're, you're on you're on the edge of dying right now i want to know what the insides of myself look like shit right you know what i mean so it's like um so that's number one we wouldn't even have to worry about any of this if 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 we wasn't eating things that caused cause mucus and pus in our system we wouldn't have disease um there's when people start digging if they want to dig start digging about um, have you seen the vitamin C thing that just somebody just posted it? I've been speaking about vitamin C for years, maybe eight years now. They was curing people of terminal four cancer. I'm talking about basketballs on the side of people's necks. IV in them with two, three, 400 milligrams of vitamin C, bro. Straight to your bloodstream in Mexico and Tijuana. They're doctors from here though, but they was doing this in the fifties, man. Like 1948, 1952, curing people. It's just, it's insane. But like, we don't study and we don't research no more. We just see a blog, read a quick blog. That's three or four minutes long, not even three or four minutes or a social media post. And then we believe it, you know, read research, do research, research, like don't just look at something research the research of who did the research you feel me like yeah. if you want to study and you want to say something do that instead you know instead of believing things but yeah i just uh i just started working with this guy his name is uh elon he has a water place down in california called tap into hell right it's, it's called what it's called tap into hell okay and it's alkaline water Right. So he was like, your body's 70% water. So imagine replacing that 70% with all alkaline water. Uh, mm -hmm. Disease and cancer can't live in an alkaline environment. And I was like, no fucking way. You know, like, I never heard of that shit before. Bro, and they've been but, proving it. It's, it's been proven for years, though, Marv. Like, this well, I've never weird. heard of this shit until I talked to him. Right. And oh. we're building this funnel. So I'm researching alkaline water so we can write good copy about it. And I'm like, no, fuck it. And it, I went down a rabbit hole and it turns out, yep, you know, <laughs> get yeah. make your body an alkaline environment and you're going to be good. So now I'm going to take you deeper with that. So then God bless dude for doing what he's doing. That's awesome that he's doing that. But then we have to go this route. So then you have this going on. So we find all of these, these, these quote unquote cures. And then, so like we'll use, we're going to use him for an example, but no, it's no disrespect towards him. I loved what he's doing. I'm just using that for an example for people so they can understand. So we'll think, all right, well, let's take this same thing with this uh, black seed oil. People are tripping about this black seed oil right now. So that the alkaline water, black seed oil, um, uh, edelberry. They're like, oh, well, if we take this, disease can't live in us. Bro, you're already, you're already, you're, the inside of your body is already a, a disease hub because you, you're full of mucus and pus. So you can't continue to put mucus and pus into your system 
every day because soon as you eat you're creating it you can't you can't keep putting that into your system and then think well i'm gonna drink some of this alkaline wine and it's gonna be gone you know what i mean it's not because your bloodstream is still flooded with mucus and pus your arteries are still hella clogged up with mucus and pus you know so like you still got the 30 percent that isn't water right so yes yes yes. so you got your artery your arteries is clogged like this you're drinking this water thinking that it's just gonna unclog it it's not you have to do that then when you do that doing things like that man's water dude is just gonna make you 10 times healthier when you cut out those things it's just that's just what happens. Disease yeah. is from our foods that we fucking eat, man. Period. Well, and it's kind of like, okay, let, let's put the, the alkaline and plant-based to the side for a second, right? Let, let's just talk about in general. You know, people are always like, I want to lose weight. I want to be healthy, right? They see superstars on TV and they're like, I want a body like that. And then they go try a, a workout program, right? And they don't realize like, your whole lifestyle has to change, right? It's not going to be just like the workout that does it. You're right. You got to eat different. You got to drink different. You got to, and you got to work out, right? Like you have to implement these healthy habits into your life. So you could, and yeah, alkaline water is going to help you, but you can't just say, okay, I'm good now. I'm drinking alkaline water. I can still go to McDonald's. Correct. No, you can't. You got to, you got to eat right and drink right. You can't just. Correct. Like, oh, well, it, it'd be like me working out every day and I'm trying to be on a, what is it called? A calorie deficit. Well, it, it does me no good to go work out and do a 30 minute hit workout if I'm just going to go eat 3000 calories for McDonald's. Right. It's true. You know, so See, like, and, and then, and then you go to, you take that to another level. So like how I teach people how to eat, we don't, a calorie is not a calorie anymore a calorie is a there's another rabbit hole you can go down a calorie was just a made-up word by the medical field there was no such thing as a calorie 100 years ago period they just needed a variable to input into the right? so yeah i mean yeah and then the metabolism thing is a bunch of bullshit too so if so how i teach people how to eat there's no such thing as a calorie i broke that 10 years ago so one of the things you'll always hear people say is, well, bananas are too sugary, blah, blah, blah. Even though I don't believe in calories, when I first went vegan, so I went vegan and then I went plant-based. I ate 5,000 calories a day, calories a day in bananas. Dropped 28 pounds in six weeks. Period. I mon- and I mono ate. So I only ate one type of food at a time. So like if I was eating bananas, I was smashing bananas. So like I would get up, I'd smash, and I don't even eat like that anymore. This is just, I was just proving points to people. I'd get up, smash four bananas, go work out, smash four more. As soon as I got done working out, smash four more. Got hungry again, smash four more. I'm talking, I'm 2000 calories in bananas by noon, dude. Yeah. And I, and I crushed it. I went from, I went from two, I went from 185 to 150 160 in 20 um like a little bit over five weeks it was almost a total of six weeks and then and then i just started digging into other things like just eating habits and this and that and this and that but it's always been the same it's always been plant-based and staying away from 
animal products and this, you know, and things that would cause mucus and then just learning more. But it's almost all the same. It has to do with things that grow, things that are life and not eating things that are dead or processed and man-made. And, you know, and if we can keep that, if you could keep that 10% of your eating habits, dude, a calorie doesn't fucking matter anymore. It don't matter. I, I, I have people, men, women eating fruit all day long. And if they was to count it, they'd probably be way over their calorie count and they're just dropping weight has nothing to do with a calorie. You know, it's you, when you put food that your body is going to utilize in itself, in, in yourself, a calorie doesn't matter anymore. Your body's going to use it. We have to count calories when we put food in our body that our body doesn't know what to do with. And now it's going to store it because it has nothing else to do with it. You know, it's either, you're either going to shit it out or it's going to store it. There's, there's, it doesn't have anything to do. It's, there's no nutrients in it. There's no, when you, when there's no fiber in it, your body doesn't do anything with it. There's no nutrient base in it. There's no minerals. There's no vitamins, blah, blah, blah. There's nothing for your body to use. It's just like, well, what the hell is this? I need to store this as fat or we need to get rid of this shit. Crazy. Are you going to make me go down the rabbit hole now? Yeah, dude. Go, hey, go down. A, since this is one for every that everybody um is always weird about, go down the protein rabbit hole. When you get to the bottom of the protein rabbit hole, you're gonna be like, "What in the fuck?" Bull, straight bullshit. That ain't even an American word. How, 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 do feel, how do you feel about speaking of protein? How do you feel about the carnivore diet? Have you ever heard of that? anything that has to do with you eating that much meat and protein dude you are fucking your system up this is the thing everybody wants to see the picture so what we see right here nobody sees what's inside they're fucking their organs up you know what i mean and nobody can say the thing about that is how do how we as humans are what we believe what we see so if we can't see our organs or we can't see our arteries we're like yeah man i dropped all kind of weight look at this dude your organs and your arteries are fucked up clogged the fuck up why you think they're still having heart attacks and strokes at 45 and 50 their arteries are all fucked up those are the ones that just fall over and die and you'll be like man tell me how many times have you heard this man james was healthy he worked out all the time he was always in the gym he just fell over and died one day Cause his arteries were fucked up. How'd he die? He had a heart attack or a stroke. How do you have a heart attack or a stroke? Your arteries are shut. There's no fucking hole in your arteries. They're shut. What's in there? Plaque. Where does plaque come from? Meat, dairy, and eggs. Flat the fuck out. Go down that rabbit hole. The only thing outside of a human being that creates. You just said plaque, my three favorite things, bro. The only thing, the <laughs> only thing. The only thing that causes plaque in our arteries other than ourselves is meat, dairy, and eggs. Period. Cut what? them out of your life. You won't have you won't have a heart attack or a stroke. Have you ever had an ice cold glass of vitamin D whole milk though? Fuck no, dude. That's your nasty. That's nasty. Dip some shit. Oreos in there. Mm. <laughs> I don't even drink fake milk. I don't like, I don't even drink cashew milk or almond milk anymore. Like it's been so long since I've done that. Like, I don't even, I don't know. I drink, milk, dude, is that your jam? Hey, look, bro, I'm either, 
I'm either I'm either dehydrated or hydrated. <laughs> ah, that's me, man. I'm either hydrated or hi- dehydrated. I eat that's once or twice. A, I eat once or twice like a day. Either. You don't do cheese either. So cheese is my cheat. So when I cheat, so I believe in this like this 90, 10, 80, 20 type thing, which I teach my people. Look, 80% of the time you are eating plant-based whole foods, plant-based whole foods, not plant-based processed foods, plant-based whole foods. If 90% of the time you're eating that, that 10% that you fuck up on isn't going to matter. Like I don't push nobody to eat, don't eat meat or don't do dairy. I inform you on what it can do to you and, um, how it's bad for you. But if you can put that into a 10% of your eating habits, example, a fast example would be all day long, you're eating fruits and vegetables at night, you get home, you want, you don't want to give up steak and potatoes. All right, make you a steak and some potatoes and whatever other fat fucking food you want, cut it in half, throw it in the garbage, eat half of it. You're good. Just doing that alone, you'll change your fucking life, period. That's what my my last trainer, that's actually what he had me doing. I was intermittent fasting. So I'd yep. stop eating at 8 p.m. and wouldn't start eating again until noon the next day. Yeah. And like from from noon to 6 p.m., I had to do plant-based whole food. After 6 p.m., I could have, but only till 8. So it was just that two-hour block. I could have sugars or whatever, but I still had like a limit on how much. And as long as I was good, Monday through Friday, I right. could do whatever the fuck I wanted to do on Saturday and Sunday and did not. Right. See, so to make to make that even simpler, you what I teach in a short, it was to make it real short. This is how I, this is how I teach people to eat. The first thing you should do when you wake up in the morning is drink at least two liters of water. So before anything else goes into your body and anything two else liters? touches your mouth, two two liters of water. I, if it I takes trouble with this. If, this brother, is only 64 ounces. Look, I try to get people in this habit. Walk to the sink and down a liter. As soon as you wake up, don't go to the bathroom. Don't do nothing. Walk to the sink, down a liter of water. Then while you're doing your things in the morning, drink the other liter while you're getting ready and getting yourself, whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? The first time you get hungry, listen to the words, though. The first time you get hungry, you eat fruit. Second time you get hungry, you eat fruit. The third time you get hungry, I always try to say eat fruit again, but then go to your vegetables. You get hungry after that, that's when you go to, then you can eat any of the whole whole foods, the fruits, vegetables, nuts, seeds, beans. You know what I mean? That's when you go to that. But what, what you find is, one, after you drink your two liters of water, you're not even hungry until 12, 1, 2 o'clock. That's the first time you're going to eat your fruit. I always tell them, test three pieces of fruit. Try to eat three pieces of fruit. That's where your energy is going to come from. Most people find they can't even get those three pieces of fruit down. Vince, why can't I eat three pieces of fruit, man? You know, I I mean, it's like, damn, I'm already full. I try to eat the apple. I get halfway through the orange. I can't even get to the banana. I'm already full. You're nutriently full now. You're not full like heavy full. Now you're nutriently full. The receptors in your stomach have sent signals to your brain that says, I'm full. I have the nutrients I need to move on. The next time you get hungry, it's probably going to be four, five, six o'clock, dude. What's the second thing you're going to eat? Fruit. People, nine out of the 10 people that I teach how to eat 
they get to nighttime and they're like, I've only ate two sets of fruit today along with my water. Then do, if you don't want to, if you don't want to give up your regular eating habits, do what I taught you, make your plate, cut it in half, throw it in the garbage. I don't tell them to half their plate from the get go. Cause you'll never half your plate, fill your plate up, sacrifice that half that you're going to cut off that plate, put it in the garbage, eat this half. Some people don't, they just cut meat and dairy all the way out of their life. Almost 98% of the time and don't even eat like that anymore because they find themselves being more energetic. They see their skin changing. They, they, their focus changing everything about them. They see changing and they don't want it in their life no more. Then they, they try to put it back in their life and they're like, holy fuck. Instantly they feel it. One, you're going to shit yourself. Two, you feel it energy-wise. You feel instantly bogged down once you stop eating it because then you find out, damn, we're all lactose intolerant. Marv, if you was to stop drinking milk for two weeks, tried to drink milk again, you'd probably shit on yourself. You wouldn't even, you wouldn't even be 20 minutes in your glass of milk and you'd have to shit and it'd be terrible. That, that just lets you know right there that <laughs> all humans are lactose intolerant. Well, that, that's kind of like when I gave up fast food and then I was like, you know, it was like weeks after I was like, man, I haven't had fast food in weeks. And I wouldn't have like a burger. I couldn't even finish the burger and I had to go take a shit. Oh, it was, hey. it was fucking terrible. I was like, God, fuck fast food. I'm never Freaky eating as fuck, <laughs> Man. Hey, why will a doctor tell you there's no possible way? You could eat something and then shit it right out. It takes 45 minutes for it to move through your system. You got life fucked up. Eat something that doesn't go with your stomach. You're about to shit like this. Your body will kick that shit out. Yeah, of your, you. bo- your body, like that's what your body is programmed to do. Is like, get this the fuck right. out of me. Yeah. Right. We got a question from the audience. If you can answer it, are peanuts, almonds, pistachios, etc., healthy for you? Yeah, uh, peanut... I tell my people not to eat peanuts because it's a ground nut. Other than that, all of them are smash them all. They're all good for us. All, all nuts are all seeds and nuts. But I just try to tell my people to stay away from peanuts because they're a ground nut. They're, they're you know, they're, they're from the ground. And I didn't go down too much of a fucking rabbit hole. I wasn't Alice in Wonderland rabbit hole with the peanuts, but I went down a rabbit hole with them and uh, peanuts are, from what I've seen where I stopped, they're a man-made, they're a man-made nut. So they're a hybrid. So the, a man created the peanut. That's why it's on the oh, ground. Really? Yeah. So that's, that was the hole that I went down and I didn't go no further. Me being it, not being a, from a seed made me stop. So I'm like, all right, because I believe if you plant a seed, everything that grows is from a seed what what grows that's not from a seed you know what i mean i mean even us we're fucking from a sperm that seems as well say (laughs) but um sperm meets the egg there's your your seed right there boom yeah so so check this out this is another thing what pushed me away from and anything that's animal that has that has to do with the animal uh, anim- you can't eat an animal, shit it out, and something grow from it. Make sense? Do you understand what I'm trying to say? A plant 
you eat a plant, the seed from the plant, if you was to shit that out, say, say, let's go back 500 years ago when we didn't have homes, we shit it out, a, a seed, because we didn't chew it, was in our shit, and we shit on the ground, just like animals do right now. Something grows from that because there's seeds in it. That doesn't happen from animals. Animals don't die and they can grow food or grow life. Seeds grow life. So why, why, was, why, would, be, why would we be meant to eat something that isn't life, you know, and that can replenish itself? Seeds replenish themselves. All the fruits and the vegetables and the seeds and the herbs that we eat are from seeds. You know, so we can literally walk outside, take a shit from the food that we eat and something's going to grow from it. If, if a seed happens, we happen to not chew a seed, it's going to grow. We eat some grapes and don't chew the seeds. It's going to grow. Throw, throw that grape seed outside. That shit's going to grow, dude. You know, yeah. it's just, it's just, it's just other perspectives to look at. Like when you, when you could forget everything that you've been taught and raised to think by our parents and our grandparents and the media and, and, and be open to other things instead of shutting them down and, you know, being a closed sheep monkey. I mean, you're, you'll, you'll find some shit, man. You, you'll go down, you'll go down holes that are serious and, and they're common. You know me with my common sense. It's like they're common sense things where you're eating things that cannot grow and cannot reproduce, eat things that can reproduce. It's, it just makes sense. Eat something that we can drop on the ground and it can grow and it, and it makes things, you know, makes things that you could eat. I don't know. It's, it's, would, it's deep, man. Would you say that humans are animals? Uh, I don't know about that one. Humans are, you know, I call them, I call them sheep monkeys. They're, they're sheep, they're sheep monkeys. They're not just sheeps or monkeys. They're sheep monkeys. <laughs> well, because you know, there's there's carnivore, like in the animal kingdom, right? There's carnivores, right. omnivores, herbivores, right? So, if you believe that we should only eat plant based, like uh, things that come back to life, essentially, that would classify humans as a, as a herbivore, right? So, using the same theory, you know, like animals that are carnivores, for example, that never eat a single thing of you know, vegetables or plant, they like literally thrive on eating meat, like sharks, for example. Right. What, what would you say is like, would you, would you say that humans, like when you think about it like that, would you say humans are just, you know, a type of animal on this planet earth and we're just, we're not omnivores or carnivores, we're herbivores. And that's why we, we malfunction is because we're intellectual beings. So we, we just assume we can do what we want. Rather than, because like you know, you know, animal kingdoms like animals for whatever reason they they have the shit figured out. Like for for whatever reason, animals like they got their herds figured out, they got hunting, they got how to live figured out, how to reproduce yep. figured out. But humans, we we can't figure that shit out for whatever reason. So would you would you say that that's why it functions so well in like strict animal kingdom versus humans? We have intellect, so. We, we don't, we can't accept that we're only programmed to make, make or eat one, one way. 
yeah yeah for sure we can't accept that we we're 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 um programmed by media and just life period to think whatever we want to like we don't think for ourselves you know what i mean we're we're mentally enslaved to not think ourselves we we think whatever somebody tells us whatever you tell me i'm going to believe whatever and and animals are not that way they're not they they they're raised generation after generation after generation after generation the same way period it's there's no change they keep it simple we want to keep trying to change things um technology has always got us thinking in and um changing our mind about things and making us see from a different perspective from whatever they are trying to promote us to see. We're programmed to see whatever they want us to see. There's a very small, we could use a 2% for real, for real. There's a very small percentage of people that think for themselves. You know what I mean? That follow yeah. their own beliefs that are not um, enslaved to social media or just media period. You know, most of us are enslaved to think whatever that we're promoted to on media, social media and papers, what, whatever memes now, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. We, we're, we don't, we fail to critically think on our own. And that's where we're, that's where we fail as the human races. We're not thinking, we're not, we don't, we don't think critically on our own. We, we see something and yup, that's true. Nope. That's too good to be true. If we would get back to a common sense thinking, bro, we'd be, we'd be half of this shit wouldn't even be happening if we would be thinking with common sense. So I believe that common sense and the, the reason I actually don't believe that there is any such thing as common sense because what common sense actually relates to is whatever you've been taught, right? Like in the, in the animal kingdom, the reason why animals have it figured out is because they have a process and the parent, they mimic the parents and right. But yep. when it comes to human beings, there's so many cultures and subcultures that everybody growing up from infant to adulthood is going to experience different rules of life. They're experience a different world. They're going to have different things happen in them, different journeys. So there is no such thing as common sense because common sense is really just, you know, the morals that you grew up with, the ethics that you you grew up with. So, I mean, if you, if you grew up in a cannibalistic uh, tribe, you probably right. grow up running and eating people because, like, that's the way you were raised. Whereas, on the other hand, you have, like, um, you, you have cults, you have uh, religious gatherings, you have, you know, different tribes. So, but you you commute just even as simple as like I'm from Alabama, I'm from the South, right? So there's there's even the way people act and treat other people down there is so drastically different than the way people act and interact up here in the Pacific Northwest, for example. Like in Alabama, I can walk into somebody's house shake their hand, get to know them, and they're okay with me going to the icebox and grabbing some of the drink 10 minutes later. Up here, they want you to ask them to get them. 
you know, they're like, hey, can I get you something to drink or something? And they look at you sideways if you go to, to you know, open the fridge. Right. You know, right. like, what the fuck you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to get a drink out the icebox. Like, what do you mean, what the fuck am I doing? And they're like, oh, I would have got that for you. Go sit down, blah, blah. I'm like, no. And then we're both looking at each other sideways because I'm like, it's common sense. Like, we homies, I'm just going to get my own damn drink. Yeah. For them, they're like, it's common sense. You sit down, I'm going to serve you, duh. And so, right. I like that. I, I like that though. Now, now I need a new word. Yeah, I guess I, common sense ain't common, right? Like, like, yeah. Now I need to. Uh, yeah, it's not common then. I mean, that, that there's your reason why it's not common because we're, our common sense is whatever we're taught. Maybe we was never taught common. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe you never taught, was never taught common sense. sense. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there it is. Maybe you was never taught common sense. So Larry wants to know where he can go find the rabbit hole for peanuts because he can't find he can't find the rabbit hole where uh, they originated. Um, man. So look, this is my this is my thing with with when you go to start researching stuff. Like, it, I, I I'm assuming he went to Google and started googling. He just said it's the peanut man man. Right. Hey. And if Google is the peanut man made, the only thing you find is this fucking George Washington Carver dude that made 300 things with peanuts. Okay, so like, um, let's just, let's say you Google peanuts, like where peanuts originated from. Okay. When you go, when, okay, so when you do that, don't go to the first thing or like a blog post. Go to like the fifth like, yeah, or I mean, don't don't just go to a blog post though. Like, go to somewhere that research some shit, and then when you get into that, when you start reading into things there, let's just say they start talking about 1820. A guy by the name of this, you know, was playing with this. Go to his name, even though it's not going to give you a link to click. Then look up him and what he did and how he found it. You see what I mean, like. When I say go down rabbit holes, like don't go down click link rabbit holes, snatch shit up and then look that up, snatch yeah. things up, look that up. You know, don't, don't go down a rabbit hole, like just to click, uh, cause they place links. We know this, we should, everybody in this fucking group should know this. <laughs> we place links, we place links. We take you where we want you to go. You know what I mean? You oh, need yeah. to go where you want to go instead of letting us take you somewhere because we that's what we do best is take you where the fuck we want you to go. Oh yeah. When I think of rabbit hole, I'm thinking of like it's six o'clock and then it's four a.m. Yep. <laughs> you're like, did I really just read about peanuts for that many hours? And, and it'll <laughs> fuck you it'll fuck you. Do do the protein. Pro in short, protein, protein means protein means came from the word, a Greek word named Proteus. Proteus means of importance. I'll let you go from there with it. How this name even came about and why protein is even here. You're going to be like this. It doesn't even fucking mean what it means, what we think it means. We just gave it, you know, Americans, we take some shit and we make it whatever the fuck we want it to mean. You yeah, know what I mean? We're American and we think we can do what we want. <laughs> right. It's just insane, man. You know, and it's, you know what it is. And then it's, this happens in our day and age right now. I tell you something, you go tell somebody else by time 
a year goes by and a, a thousand people then told the same story, it ain't the same. It ain't the same no more. You know what I mean? We don't even know the true meaning of it or why or where. Keto shit. Keto shit is the same thing as a South Beach diet. What happened to the South Beach diet? Died off. 7, 10, 12, 14 years later, something else comes up that's just like it. There's no studies behind it. There's no scientific research behind it. There might be um, a peer. There's no, there, there is no peer regroup, peer group studies, peer to peer group studies or peer review studies. Those are studies that you want to look up. Like um, peer review studies are, are, are the ones that you want to go to. So when you find peer review studies or um, studies done by um, people who are important and that's what the fuck they do and it's in big groups but peer but peer regroups peer reviewed studies are ones that are non they're not biased they'll they just you know what i mean they're like they're just independent testers yeah. yeah dude they're straightforward man they're not fucking around you know what i mean like they'll blow your shit out the water if it's not there but like that's what you want is people who have done studies that are that that mean something and that have backing to them and so like the china study you want to read a book that a change you want to stop eating meat read the china study you'll stop eating meat period it's called you the won't china read, study it's just you would not you won't read you won't eat meat or you won't do dairy no more you read the china study so don't read it until you're ready to give that shit up so that that shit is done on a whole fucking country dude not just 10, 20,000 people, a whole fucking country. You want to talk about statistics and you want to talk about some fucking studies? That's some shit right there. That's the that, it's the, called the China what? The China study. The China study. That's some shit, dude. That book right there is that that book will change your life. Yeah, I was uh so a long time ago, like this is fucking more than 10 years ago. Uh, I became a vegetarian for my girlfriend, right? Like my girlfriend saw one of those like PETA commercials or some shit. And she was like, I'm not going to eat any more animals, right? <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to support you. I'll do it with you, blah, blah, blah. And then I, I went just like cold turkey, just straight up vegetarian. And like, as I'm a vegetarian, now I'm going down vegetarian rabbit holes on Google. And I'm trying to look up like, because I thought it was so fucking stupid. I was like, who the fuck would even decide to cut out me meat? It's the fucking best. Fuck this bullshit. Like, I was so salty that I went vegetarian, but I was going to just push through it. So I was like, maybe if I understand logically why people would do this to themselves in the first fucking place, then I could feel better about doing it. And I actually found some, some things saying that the only reason, like, obviously there's hunters and gatherers, right? So people would just eat meat, but like it, in most societies, meat wasn't really plentiful, right? Like it was a big city or something like they, they just didn't have it. Um, and, th and this was in different time frames, right? So you would go to some, some cities and like depending on the type of meat you had or how much meat you had, it was a, a symbol of wealth, right? So they, they would stack their tables up because they're like, oh, I got oh. this fucking whole pig. Right Proteos of importance. I'm fucking because I'm rich. Important because you're, you're, important. you're important. Of pro, did I not just say protein is comes from a Greek word, proteos, which means of importance. 
go down that rabbit hole. Now that you are going down that rabbit hole into that and see where it came from and everything that you just read right now, you're going to be like, holy fuck. That's where it came from. The, the, um, the, uh, the rich who had all the meat, that's why they named it protein because the important people, the rich people, the ones who were upper echelon are the ones who ate the meat and had all the meat on their table. Yeah. Cause like they'd even have farmers that have goats and cows <coughs> and shit. And the peasants never even got to eat their own fucking cows. Yeah. They would go to the slaughterhouse for the king and the queen to have for their feast. Yep. And if they were lucky, they get some scraps. You'll love you'll love that, man. You'll they love get some that. bones and make some soup out of the bones, is what they did. Yep. You know, like uh Dr. Gearhart Motor is his name. Gearhart Motor? Yup, he's a German. He's a he was a German yeah, side. That sounds like a killer name. I'm about to change my name to Gearhart. Gearhart, right? Gearhart Motor. <laughs> now I want to go into a weird topic that maybe you haven't talked about or thought about. So since it sounds like you're not a fan of chemicals or or pills or the pharmaceutical market, I'm like, I'm going to make that assumption about you. How do you feel about cyborgs? About what? cyborgs like using machines and computers to alter the human body for performance i'd be up for that like it what what is that called like, like my son is big into talking about um um the virtual reality shit i don't know if that's like on the same level or whatever but like just no, i'm talking about straight up going to a place get my arm cut off and getting it replaced with an all-metal arm that can do some cool shit. Like, I can take the wrist off and put a chainsaw attachment on if I wanted to. Right. I mean, fuck it. I don't have no judgment on it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Especially, do you think like, there's going to be any negative connotations to, like, humans in the long run? Like, do you think our bodies are not equipped to, uh, or have you done any kind of research on long-term effects of metal in the human body no i mean just from what i know like and 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 this ain't even it's not even there no more but i got shot a long time ago with the bullet got lodged in my hand it's obviously out but it could be a mental thing but like i still sometimes like when I'm doing things, like if I'm, if I grab a weight or I grab metal and depending on how I grab it, I can fucking feel it. You know what I mean? Like I it just, I can feel that something was there. Like it was just, it's not right. You know what I mean? I know people who have metal in their body that's been in fucking massive car accidents and this and that. And they feel that shit, man. Like it fucks with their liver and you know, they have to watch themselves because the metal I forgot what the word's called, but something produces, your body produces something to regulate whatever that metal's putting into your bloodstream. So do we know what the long-term effect is with metal being in our body? No, but I mean, there's people who live fucking, how, how long have they lived with screws and scrap metal and fucking bars in their body? I mean, we don't know. 
somebody needs yeah. to do some studies on that. That'd be a good, that'd be a good one. Yeah, I was, but I was like, curious since you're all like, you know, plant, plant-based come from the ground, how would you feel about having a robot with, you know? Like, I mean, fuck it. I mean, it's not a chemical. <laughs> you know what I mean? You that doesn't some mean chemicals to keep the motherfucker around. And you need some antifreeze. Right. <laughs> I mean, you're eating antifreeze anyways and fucking de-icer, so you might as well. <laughs> I, I actually probably could be because, you know, I, I don't eat as bad as I used to, but I definitely still eat a lot of shit. Probably. All right, man, well. I told you, you could follow the book. And in, in, in the 28 days that that book talks about, you could be down fucking 30 pounds, period. The, the ER419? Just the book. You ain't even got to work out. You could just fucking do the book. And that's it. Just read the book. And that's, you, you, you'll be down four to six weeks. You'll be down 30, 40 pounds. Easy. Maybe I, maybe I, see, I, I see people dropping. There's people I fucking see dropping 10, 15 pounds a week. As long as they're following it, period. It just happens. It's gone. Shit's dropping. The more you have to lose, the faster it's going to drop. And this is that thing you were talking about earlier where the first time you eat is fruit, the second time you eat. It's, it, it's literally that simple. And yeah. that's how I wrote the book. So, like, the book is wrote more like a PowerPoint. So, it's not like a bunch of gibberish. And then it gets to some important shit. A well, bunch of gibberish. It's just it's straight to the point. I break down some facts. There might be a couple f bombs in there. Fuck this. Fuck that. Fuck <laughs> the government. Blah blah blah. Then it's straight to the point, dude. It's simple. And it, but that's 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 the thing is it's simple. You don't have to count nothing. You don't have to log nothing. You don't have to. There's nothing to do except you'll be like, oh, that's all I got to do. That's fucking sweet. You just got to be willing to un forget everything you've been taught and you know learn new. Once you could do that, all right. I'd be willing to uh, take that challenge. Well, you said 30 days. Bro, you you drop, I guarantee you at least you'll drop 30 pounds, if not more. 30 pounds of 30 days. Easy. That's easy. The only thing I don't like is that some people I I don't have control of you to know that that's what that you're doing it 100 percent I'll I'll fucking commit. I'll fucking commit. Bro, that's that's simple. 30 days. You're going to drop 15 to, you'll drop 15 to 20 in the first 10 to 15 days. You're going to drop that much that fast. That first week you'll be done. You'll be 10 plus pound, pounds down within the first, you, if you started tomorrow morning, so let's just say whatever time you already ate, it's fucking what, seven o'clock your time, whatever is the last time you ate, I try to get you the fast for 72 hours first. So let's just say you did it. You was like, all right, I'm going to do it. You fat that whatever the last time you ate was, you fast for 72 hours. Then like you go into it for 72 hours. Water, straight water. The 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 worst part about fasting is when you start going through withdrawals, the the more toxic your body is, the worse the withdrawal is. Headaches, sweats, you stink, all this stuff. Once you get into your 72 hours, then you start them eating habits. If you did that, I guarantee you, you'll be 20 pounds down in 10 days. All right, guys. So I'm going to do this. I'm going to, I'm going to commit to 30 days because it's called extreme results. I want to have some fun. I'm about to 
help Vince launch his Extreme Results uh, challenge. So right here in this group, the world. I'm going to fucking start it this Sunday. What? So I'm going to stop eating Saturday night. Because uh, I got plans tomorrow that I ain't blowing off. So, yep. so whatever the last, <laughs> so last Saturday time night, I'm going to stop. And then I guess I won't be eating again till fucking Tuesday. 72 night, hours. Wednesday morning. 72 hours. I'll, I'll, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll fucking take a picture of me on the scale and I'll fucking commit. I'll go live every day in this group and talk about it. maybe those miserable. Yeah, let them know. And the things and the things that you you want to touch on, like while you're doing it, is when you start fasting, talk about how you feel because you'll start the with when you you'll you'll know when you start going through the withdrawals, dude. You're gonna know, like you'll oh, know when like the, the first week I did intermittent fasting, I lost ten pounds. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> but that yeah, that was good. rough. Like so, I can only imagine what my body like right now because I've been doing intermittent fasting for so long. I can go like. 16 to 36 hours without eating like no problem yeah. some days i just forget to fucking eat you know yeah, um, that's good so i I, re I know how it is with intermittent fasting so i'm i'm curious how my body's gonna be because like when i did that the first time too it was fucking i was miserable and just like you said i was in bed my stomach was aching i was fucking mm, yep. Drenched in sweat, dude. Like fucking, it was like cold sweats too, right? Because you're like drenched yeah. in sweat, but you're like, it's fucking, ah, fucking damn. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm like, I feel like I literally felt like uh, you've seen if you've ever seen a fucking uh, person on opiates withdraw. Like that's how I yeah. felt. Yeah. You know, I was that's like, bad. dude, I feel like a fucking. Just let you know how toxic your like, system I feel is, like bro. Drug coming down from something. I'm like, I'm so hungry. <laughs> and but once as soon as I got over it, right? Like you either push through, get over it, and then I was solid. Now now intermittent fasting is man. Part, it's just part of my life now. Your body is toxic. It was as toxic as fuck. But, all right, man. Well, we've heard all about some of your workout habits, definitely a lot about your your eating habits. Now tell us how we can get in touch with you if we want to if Anybody watching would like to come follow you and learn more about extreme results. Um, everything is at ER419. So ER, I'll, I'll put I, can they see my chat or they only can see yours? Is it it's on Facebook chat? So oh, okay. Yeah, everything is at ER419. So Facebook is at ER419. Instagram is at ER419. The my um the YouTube is at ER419, but I mean even my name that's in in the thing you if you look up Vincent Senesares my even my personal page is not which I get in trouble by Marv all the time is not personal it's all business mm -hmm. and um I mean that's that's what it is anything that's on social media man is all business and there's there's links on there for that book and it's free I don't I don't know if anything's changed with us yet but mm -hmm. that book right now is free they can have that I mean that that book is free for them you know the, what you're about to do that book is free so oh, shit, we're gonna have to drop that link. I'll have to go find the link because I can't remember <laughs> off the top of my head, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, you guys, you guys, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed Vince the Fat Killer coming on the show, sharing, dropping some knowledge on how to be healthy, stay healthy. It's definitely important uh, for you everyday life, whether you're an entrepreneur or not. You should care about your health. Like what really sealed the deal for me was going to the doctor. My 
my doctor was just like, what you planning on doing? And I was like, I just I want to go to a farm and retire and raise my kids and look at my grandchildren. And he's like, Marv, if you don't change something, you're not going to make it to 50. I was 330 pounds. Uh, I, I'm down to 285 right now, but I'm trying to get down to 185. So let, let's see if I'm about to cut 20 off in the next 30 days. Hey, we can do that. That's easy. And, uh, 100 pounds uh, is easy, man. 100 pounds is easy. I love food I've done so it. much. It's like uh, tacos, sandwiches, <laughs> ice cream. God, don't hey, you said start, we're live in the well, you said we're live in the group right now, right? Yeah, the wave makers. Oh, not the motivated maniacs? No, that's the exclusive group, bro. Oh, 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 wave. Oh, we're on the wave makers. All right. <laughs> yeah. I just tagged oh. you. Uh I just tagged you in there. I thought, oh yeah, I am in that group. I was gonna say I thought I was in that group. <laughs> um I'm about, oh, yeah, there you are. Watch this. Here you go. Oh, I can't. I can't post pictures in uh, in there? Yeah, you can. You should be able to. But, you know, Facebook is always on one. So you never right, right. That's what's up. I'll, uh, I'll drop. Uh, in there? Hold on. You should be able to. I'm going to drop that. Uh. Drop that. I'm link. gonna drop old boy's picture in there for you. Oh yeah. Well, so I, I probably won't let me right now. I probably gotta wait until we're we're, we're off. I will though. As soon as we're off, I'll drop that picture. All Bro, right. how do you go? Yeah. How do you go live on Facebook with Zoom? Custom streaming service, baby. Oh, see, here we go. All right. I got you. You want me to teach you that shit? <laughs> I need <laughs> you. That. The you you and the motivated maniacs. I got you. Yeah, I need that. I need that. I never knew that. That that, that that's I need that right there because I can't never have nobody on with me. Yeah, I, I mean I use that StreamYard service, but that fucking shit was not working right. So fuck, I'm going back to my roots. Zoom, baby. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, thanks again, man, for being on the show. It was awesome chatting it up with you, getting to getting some facts. You give me some new rabbit holes. I'm gonna go down. Uh, I hope sure. you guys enjoyed the show. We're gonna. I'm gonna accept Vince's challenge in the next thirty days. We're about to. I'm about to follow whatever the fuck this is called. I'm, you know uh, this is the second time you accepted the challenge. Everything. Yeah, yeah, but it's good, right? Because I've been doing these push-ups, and like now, after I'm done doing the push-ups, I'm like, fuck, I want to go work out, and I just go to my garage and get a session in on the heavy bag. So it's like it push me to be like, fuck, I want to work out this morning, fuck. And like now every morning, I'm like, I can't wait to do my push-ups. Like, can't wait to go live to my push-ups. And now I can do go. 10 push-ups without dropping to my knees. There you go. Right. Now you got to add lunges and squats in there. Oh, remember, I, I just, I, I'm on the squat game. I got the kettlebell squat. Remember, I remember, uh, your, uh, I remember your squat video. It was like, are you motherfucker? You got to get your ass down there. Y'all stop fucking. You got to drop it down. Stop fucking around. I remember your video. And so, like, ever since that video, I've been on a squat game. Squats <laughs> <laughs> is what, remember, our, as men, I don't know if this is true for women, but as men, our testosterone is stored in our legs. It stores, it stores in our legs, man. So, like, when we don't move and we don't work them legs, that's why when the men that work their legs, they're bigger and they have more muscle everywhere else. You, you know what? 
I, I'm like uh, working on right now that's fucking miserable. And I don't even know what the exercise is called. But you like, uh, you like put your arms out and you do a full squat. And then as you come up, you jump and extend your arms in the air. And like, I don't know if you guys ever done that shit, but that's gnarly. And then I just added in when I jump, I jump it onto my bench and then jumping down. It's stupid. But I, now, like when I first did it, I was almost tripping over the bench. When I, I was just like, fuck, I can't even jump this high. What the fuck? And then now well, I can actually jump onto the bench, you know? So that's good shit. Pro progress. Repetition, you know, consistency. I will not be fat forever, you guys. What are we going to call me when I'm not big anymore? Pro progress. Big Marv. <laughs> big headed Marv. Right, there you go. Your head, ain't, your, your head ain't never going to go nowhere. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, thank you so much All for right, being man. on the show again. We will talk to you. I'll definitely talk to you. You are the motivated maniacs, baby. So let's get out there. Sure. Let's kill it. Let's make some waves. Any last words for the audience? No, I'm going to post right, that picture for them, too. All right. Fuck yeah. We'll I got see you, you guys next Friday for another awesome episode with another great entrepreneur on Big Marv's Network every Friday in the Wavemaker, 6 p.m. PST. If you'd like to be featured on the show, make sure you go to www.bigmarvlive.com forward slash the network. You guys have a good one. Thank you so much. One love. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. That was another episode of Big Marv's Network. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit that like button or that subscribe button, depending on which platform you're streaming this on. If you're on my YouTube, make sure you go ahead and click right here. You can watch the next episode. If you're on any other platform, I'm sure there's a next button. Anyways, this is Big Marv. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I appreciate all the love and support. One love, guys. Take it easy.